Hello, everybody. Welcome to Success Define. I'm Ben McDonald, and today we are joined by Fabio Asaloni. Fabio is going to bring an international flair to the podcast as he's held multiple international leadership positions really throughout the entire world. And currently, he is the COO of Mirage USA here in Nashville, Tennessee. So thank you for joining us. Thank you. So travel has always been an important aspect of your life. So I want to start there. Why is traveling important for you? Well, um, I think I spent like the first part of my life in Italy uh, yep. without basically traveling unless I was inside the, the country. And I started, let's say, feeling the need to explore the world and see more uh, what is outside the, the country and outside, let's say, the company, the Italian company. Yeah. So I started picking a job that brought me uh, outside, especially in Middle East and uh, also Europe, around Europe. And then after this, uh, I had the opportunity to travel uh, quite often, uh, a lot to the United States. So this was something that basically was growing and right. building on top of previous experiences. I feel the need to explore more countries, more, uh, see more people and, uh, and uh, different, uh, different places. So I, went to the United States, uh, I traveled around the United States quite often, and then I decided to go back to, to study. And mm -hmm. this brought me to move to another city in Italy, and then I went to Paris for uh, another working experience. And then this ended up in, uh, in the United States, as uh, I before, and then here in Nashville. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's interesting, right? Experiencing yeah. all those different places. And you had mentioned the word experience. So what role has travel played in your life? Because you've experienced all these different countries. How has that shaped you as a person? Um, that's a great question. I, mean, I think uh, all the aspects of your life are pretty affected or touched by traveling by different people, especially when you meet all different, really different countries like the Middle East. Uh, that is completely different. And you are a guest there. So you right. have to, let's say, adapt yourself, shape yourself uh, to stay in the country, do business with the people in that country, uh, try to understand how they act, how they do business, and uh, how they behave outside the business because you want to make friends there. And, right. uh, I still have some friends over there, which uh, we're already really close. And uh, I really like this. So you really understand there is a different world outsider, and there are a lot of people that can bring you very important uh, things that can help you to grow like a person and also like a business uh, person. Yeah, and you differentiated in the answer the personal and the and then the professional and the business, right? So um, when people think of travel, a lot of times it's it's leisure, right? When you're going to different countries and things like that. Um, let's talk on the on the professional side. What was it like? going from one country to another to another, um, not just for travel, but actually for business and working in all these different cultures and countries that, that you really had to adapt Well, yeah, actually when you work for, uh, when you travel for, for business, you don't really have a lot of time to, for, for yourself. Uh, <laughs> and, but you try to, to find something because when you, when you stay there like uh, several weeks, uh, you have to, to enjoy yourself and you create like a group of friends 
for people that are closer than uh, outside the business, let's say. Um, this is pretty important, and I think it's if you really enjoy the moment, if you really try to take the best from the experience, even in the worst situation, you, sometimes you travel because you have some issues and you go there to visit the customer, which is totally happy with you and they're mad at you. But I think you can uh, get the most important part, which is the experience and learn from that and build on, on, on that. So whenever you, you go somewhere, I think you come back with, uh, you are a bit different. Yeah, you behave in a different way, you know something more than before. And uh, this is something I think is the most important par part in this is how, what do you expect from, uh, from the trip? What do you expect from uh, this experience? And uh, if you are really focused to learn from experience, so be active, proactive, and yeah. not be passive or for this uh, street or yeah. yeah, no, that makes sense. That's, that seems like the right mentality, right? If you're going to go in there, being proactive is going to put you in a position to really learn and grow. So you had mentioned uh, earlier the competitive advantage of, of having all this experience of, of different countries and, mm -hmm. and experiences and cultures. Um, what competitive advantage has has this provided for you and further your career? You, I think that everything could be wrapped up in uh, one word, which is you are more open-minded. It's, uh, I mean, the mentality, I grew, up, I grew up in Italy, which is a completely different mentality from uh, other countries. It's not better or worse, it simply is different. So the more aspect of the life you see, the more you are able to adapt yourself to something different and have a solution when you face some, uh, some issues. And it's like create more connection in your mind, in, uh, in your brain. So you, you have a different opportunity to solve an equation to reach a, a good result or a, probably a different result from uh, there's a you can get if you are, let's say, you are shaped from one single country and one single mentality. And obviously, the more you travel, the more you face different experience, different issues, and the more you face them, the more you get used to, to solve this, uh, this problem. And the more you understand the people who is around you. Now, the, I think the business is not anymore one single country for sure, but it's not. Just Europe, just United States, it's global. So, and being global, I think there are several differences between, uh, between countries. Uh, yeah. It's very important to know where we are going to do business, who is the people on the other side, understanding their needs and uh, the way to face uh, uh, problems and, uh, to, to solve different situations. Yeah. So, this is, I think, very, very important. Yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. Um, let's dig deeper on the different aspect, right? Not necessarily better or worse, but different. Um, coming now to the United States and doing business here, how is business done differently here in the United States? This was, uh, this is interesting because I, um, as Italian, I think our mentality is um, 
try to find a solution um, in what doesn't matter what's the way. And probably in that, as Italian, we are really trying to go around uh, the problem, okay. uh, sometimes around the rules, but reaching the target. So I think we are good at this, but we are not really efficient. While on the other side, um, maybe you go from A to B in a very efficient way. So here in the United States, yeah, yeah. here in the United States, you really have, what I saw here is that you have a really efficient way to do things, which is even uh, I think it's you can see that even um, in the different business in the, uh, that grew in uh, Italy or in the United States. In Italy, we have very small business, usually family-owned. Okay. Uh, they are run by the family, uh, by the son, uh, and, 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 and so on. But they are small. They don't replicate themselves. They grow up to a certain level, and they stay, they stay in that way. Okay. Here in the United States, if you have a small business which is successful, so there's the right formula, they start replicating the business and creating like chains basically so yeah. you see the most successful like starbucks uh, mcdonald's they were based here because here the mentality is try to find a solution and replicate itself in the more efficient way possible and expand the business expand from uh, one single state to the other states and even outside the country easily is different so i think i'm Talking about the two opposites, right, right? And probably the good way is the middle, I think. I don't know, like always, there should be a balance. But uh, this is something that if you travel from one country to another, you immediately feel that. Uh, and I mean, it's something. It's not bad or, or good, right. but it's different. Yeah, like it's different, and probably mm -hmm. due to the past history of the two countries, how they. They developed themselves in the past, uh, the people, the schools, uh, it's, it's different. Yep. Yeah. And, and let's go back to that competitive advantage of having a different perspective. How have you been able to use that, uh, both here in the United States and then vice versa doing uh, business internationally, where you get to learn the efficiency of the United States, you get to learn of the problem solving of Italy, and, and how have you been able to use that competitive advantage to improve your business interactions in, in different countries? You basically, uh, as I was saying before, you try to balance the two aspects. So you have some needs which probably from uh, the headquarter, they are asking for this kind of results. And here you have, uh, um, let's say, the instruments to, to achieve those results. So <clears throat> it's not done in uh, one single way. Yeah. You always try to balance what you have in your hands and what are the requests. And especially for like a new business that you have to develop, not from scratch, but almost from, from the beginning, there, uh, there is a lot of uh, different aspects that you have to, to keep into consideration. And I think that the best way to do that is knowing what is the final target, ask for people which is local and they really knew all the, let's say, the aspect of the business, the boundaries, um, what is the best way for them, and then try to 
change a bit the boundaries of those right. uh, of the solution, yeah. uh, trying to adapt to, to the current situation. So, do you get pushback on that when when you yeah. try and bring a different um, mentality? Yeah, yeah. Uh, as always, uh, it happens on, on both sides. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm used to that. But how do you combat? Um, I mean, the, the the best way is to put on the table um, the solution, uh, the target that we have to achieve, and try to let's say support your solution or the ideas with numbers yeah. or with uh, something which is real, which is tangible. And uh, this is the, the the best way to to, to do it. Yeah. Obviously, it's not always possible. You don't have always the solution. You don't have always the numbers to, to support you, and then you have to find a neat solution that makes almost everybody happy. Yeah, but you almost have to map it out for them and show them, hey, this is where you want to be, and this is why my solution is going to get you there. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you have in the game sometimes people which is like uh, only local, sometimes you have people which is only from another country. Yeah. It's, it really depends. So I think every time we have to, let's say, design a solution proper for this case and yeah. the people involved in the case. Yeah. All right, let's pivot the conversation a little bit to, to what you're doing now. So before anything else and before we get too deep, just explain what is your COO role consist of, a little bit about the business, things like that, to give the uh, viewers and the listeners a little background. Yeah, it's funny because um, I, I was asked this question uh, also by some other people and I'd like to say, Almost everything, from toilet paper <laughs> to everything else. But this is the real thing, basically. I mean, building uh, the company is 40 years old. So it's a well-established company with a good running business. Um, the company here, meaning offices, operation, that's different, that's pretty new. It's like a new branch. So we have also the feeling of a startup here with uh, on your back uh, um, an old company which has everything already running in a, in a proper way. So what I'm doing or what I'm trying to do is try to replicate the company and functional department like uh, sales, customer care, um, true operation, uh, like the production parts, uh, shipping and everything else, plus all the financial parts, putting them all together in uh, it's an efficient way. So let's put in this uh, in this way. So the company was already there. They did a great job. Now it's trying to make it like uh, more efficient with a sort of structure here mm -hmm. and uh, in a well-defined way to let's say to to be um, supporting for <coughs> customer and uh, to run the proper operation uh, to. Every, every problem that we have due to the small size that yep. we, we have uh, like a new company. Right, yeah, it's a unique situation, having the established business, but also having the startup feel. Um, how did you get into this role? What led you to this position? So I was with this company uh, five years ago almost, and I was a sales rep, area um, manager, so taking care of different markets, uh, and developing uh, markets. And um, after a while, I felt that um, something was missing on my side. So I have a background as a mechanical engineer. Everything was really 
focused on the marketing or mechanical side, okay. anything related that was for unfortunately there was anything related to the financial part uh, or uh, the management part, I would say. So um, I decided if I if I was pretty old for for that, I decided to go back to study. So I I did my MBA, which was uh, split in Italy and in, in the United States, in order to let's say complete my practical side with the management side, the financial side, uh, to be more. Um, a complete, let's say, person, business person. Yeah. And after that, uh, I, I was always in touch with my company, and there was this opportunity to say um, this opening as a CEO in the United States. And I think it was uh, an interesting role and an interesting position because basically you have the possibility to start from almost scratch and something new. Uh, build up uh, and uh, also use what you learn just uh, right now. The, the yeah. So you had those, those experiences prior in a variety of different experiences, right? Mechanical engineering, being in sales, area sales, things like that. And then you get your MBA. Now, stepping into this COO role, what were a couple of your biggest unknowns going into this? The biggest unknown was, and it still is, um, trying to put all the people on the same page and have an efficient way to do things. So you know that you have to do a specific thing and a lot of different people, different areas, I would say, in the company, different uh, departments are involved. So putting together all those people, all those departments, sometimes they are based also in different states or yeah. one is in Italy with time, different time zones, different mentality. In order to achieve the same goal, uh, it's not always easy. It's not yeah. always easy. And build like a process from scratch, even that is not easy. I mean, you can face a lot of uh, pitfalls, I would say. Yep. And this was the, one of the biggest unknown. And the other one was the, let's say, financial part, which is, uh, I mean, you learn on, on books, you see a lot of cases, you see everything, but then when you face the real life, it's sometimes a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you have to work on it to improve yourself and improve the, the business. So interesting, but it's challenging. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's good. What are a couple of your favorite aspects of, of this position? Uh, the same thing. Is that the, what it is? Yeah, the, the challenge. The challenge. Okay. Uh, the, the daily challenge that yeah. you face. Uh, yep. the, the fact that you have something to improve or solve and you have to come up with a solution. So mm -hmm. that's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So I want to ask uh, a couple more questions on the personal side. So um, talking about you as an individual, What's your grand vision? What do you see for yourself? What do you want to accomplish? I would like to grow more as a person first and on the professional side as well later. So those things, they go together, I think, but you have to give a priority to, to one of the two. I think personal okay. life is, uh, is more important because what you are is like your personal life. Mm -hmm. And then this will drive also your, your business life. This is at least what I, what I think. 
So another thing is that uh, we say do not sit down. I mean, meaning that you have always to look forward for the next step, for the next improvement, for the next yourself, I would say. And this is something that was really, it is really part of me. So trying to always improve yourself to not just bring what you have to do, but do something a bit more and explore, explore different areas. Uh, so passion, that could be a passion that like, isn't now, it was in the past, which is finance. Um, this passion brings you to explore a different world, to look at the business on a different side, to look at the world on a different angle. So this is something that keeps you alive and doesn't allow you to stay with what you say. That is, I think, the that of uh, the brain if you yeah. can try to evolve. Yeah. How do you balance the, the growth and experience on the personal side with your day-to-day professional responsibilities? That's pretty hard. And uh, we, we come to the balance side, which is an important aspect of my life. Uh, as I was saying before, you, I think that one important thing in your life is to find a balance, but not meaning that everything has to be on the same level, but yet you need to have everything in your life, at least what is important. Mm-hmm. Then you have to prioritize something, which is your goal. Uh, but don't forget about everything else because what you are is not just one single thing. You are probably mainly one single thing, but you need all everything else to say, support your, your daily life. <coughs> so putting them together is not is not easy. Right. Not, yeah. You especially, I mean, when you are really focused on uh, your professional side, you tend to forget your personal life, which means my family. Uh, Obviously, my wife and some. You need also to do some some sport. Your mind needs some sport. You need to relax and to do not think to something uh, for a while and be focused on something else. Um, it's not easy, and you have to plan that. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to plan that. And <laughs> I'm asking the help also of my wife, <laughs> which is uh, also, she's also planning for me sometimes, <laughs> but uh, I, you really have to stick what, what your plans are. Otherwise, uh, you, your priority becomes your life and your own focus and you miss a lot. Yes. A lot. I don't want to be, I know, 16 years old and say, yeah, I did really great here, but everything else is yeah. awful. So mm-hmm. that's not my target. Yeah, I was going to ask you how you how you get back to your priorities, but but the planning aspect, having your wife hold you accountable, is, is certainly useful as yeah. well. I'm sure. So <laughs> that's great. Yeah, she's um, really committed to having your respect in the plan. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. You need that in your corner. <laughs> um, so let's take that a step further. Um, you have these different priorities. If you were to create an ideal day for yourself, what's included in that day? What do you want to be a part of your ideal day? So I think there should be family first because it's always important. It doesn't mean that I spend the most part of the day for or with the family, but it has to be there. And it's really important, at least to me. 
and the professional side, obviously your job has to be there. Uh, and then, uh, um, to say relax, which means to me sport, okay. which can be whatever. Uh, could be gym, I really love beach volley. Uh, when I have time, uh, I try to try to do beach volley field and play there, yeah. um, which is great. I love uh, skiing, which uh, after I moved here, I don't know if I will be able to, <laughs> to do that, but I, I'll try to. And so, yeah, I think three things are important, business, personal life, and uh, kind of relax for, uh, I would say a moment for yourself, which could be whatever you like, but you need a moment for yourself to, let's say, think about the day, and try to understand if there was something wrong, something that could be improved. If you, let's say, learning day by day, meaning learning from what you did, just did, yeah. and if you can be improved for tomorrow, maybe. Mm -hmm. So I think for that, if you are focused on something or in front of a monitor with customer, you don't really have time to do that. So you need to find for yourself like a few hours and think about that. Not television, nothing else. And obviously, I'm Italian, so I need food. <laughs> Good food. <laughs> so this has to be part of my day as well. Yeah. Uh, but actually, I think it is a, is a not important topic. Um, the way the kind of food you eat. Uh, I pay a lot of attention to that. Um, this has an old story that I think we don't have time to talk about this, but I think what you... There's no time on it. It's a very long story, but I think uh, the kind of food you eat uh, is really important for yourself, for your health, for your brain, and even for your future. Uh, so, I spend a bit of time studying about food, mm -hmm. uh, different type of food, organic, organic meat, meat. I think uh, like always, you need a balance. You don't have to be on one side, you don't have to be extreme. Yeah. Uh, but you have to pay attention to that. And actually right now, I think that in this modern world, just few people, they pay attention to the food. And that's really bad because I don't think the consequences of what we are eating now, a lot of people are thinking about what's going to be in the future, what's yeah. going to bring us in the future. So I think that good food and proper, let's say, lifestyle, uh, it's really important. Yeah. It's really important. And this also affects your brain, I mean, right. your brain, your uh, the, the energy, the energy you have too. Yeah. Yeah. Like yes. What my wife and I had to do was we ended up, uh, we used to measure everything out, but it takes forever. And having two kids, it's difficult. So, what we do instead now is we just make all the food for the week on Sunday. Yeah. And you have it all in different containers, and it's easy then, right? You just you yeah. got it made, you get it, and you're done. So, it allows you to eat the right things in the right amounts and yeah. things like that yeah. without it being sure. a, a major ordeal throughout the whole week because you get busy. Yeah, I, I agree. That's, uh, that's really important. That's really important. Um, I don't, I mean, I think this is the first time I mentioned this to, oh, to really? the public. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think it is, uh, I actually invested some time in, uh, in, in that to find the, the proper way to, to select the food. Yeah. And the quantity of food uh, 
you can read about everything. I think if you go on the web, you can read about everything. But as I was saying, trying to explore something new, read about that, let's say, having the interest in something else is always helpful. You, also, you always learn something. Even if you read something which is wrong, but the more you read, the more you learn, the more you can have your opinion on that. And I don't know if it's right or wrong, but at least you, you have an idea and uh, you don't follow uh, everybody else right. without any reason. Yeah. Was there something that got you interested in food and nutrition? Yeah. It was, uh, it was coming from business uh, adventure, so I had a partner which was uh, really focused on food and the type of food. Uh, especially it was focused on, let's say, not being vegetarian, but how eating a lot of meat can affect your body. And starting from that, that there is a full board. So we started reading some um, books uh, written by doctors, actually. With, uh, and I really love numbers. So I, I like when I read, I like to see numbers there. Okay. Uh, or yep. like proof. Yep. Maybe it's not proof, it's just a sort of statistic. But I like to see that. And, uh, and then from then, you, you move forward. You start exploring, finding books and people, following people that say one thing, other thing. And this guy has a health issue, had a health issue, and was trying to help, uh, let's say, his, uh, his body with uh, the food. Okay. And yeah, starting from that, it was like, I don't know, almost 10 years ago, uh, you know, you, we build up our mindset, let's say. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. And everybody's different, so you've got to kind of figure it out for yourself also a little bit too. See yeah. where you feel yeah. best. And, Correct. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's always, um, I try to eat very good, but I love sweets. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you know, I, I love Nutella, so I try to eat Nutella. I know that it's too much, it's, uh, it's too much, <laughs> but I still love chocolate, which is good. You can learn that chocolate with like 90% of uh, cocoa is much better than the chocolate with. Uh, a lot of uh, condition to it, but yeah, I mean, you have to investigate a bit uh, and find the balance with your lifestyle. I, I can only eat only vegetables. I wouldn't be here probably, but I I reduce a lot the amount of meat. I'm eating more vegetables. I'm trying to eat all of them organic. Uh, I'm trying to find. Uh, the proper food uh, with like variety, not having only one type of food. So you have to put in your lifestyle. And, and you were saying you prepare also on, uh, oh, yeah. during the weekend, okay. we prepare <laughs> the food for, uh, for the week. Yeah. Just avoid that because of you are full, you have no time for something, you go and yeah. brush and you take whatever you find in the street, which is probably not good for you. Yeah. But yeah, even traveling a lot is not easy because again, maybe you have a lot of dinners outside and you have to find, uh, yeah, I mean, every single restaurant has something that you can pick which is probably better than something else. Yeah. Uh, you have to, let's say, study a bit and be committed uh, to, to that. Right. 
Yeah, it's harder when you're traveling because you have all the other options. So, yeah. so you've got to be disciplined. It's hard to to get a salad when uh, the customer in front of you is a big stack. <laughs> but you you can do that. Yep. If you if you know the reason behind it. Is, yeah, no, it's really interesting. Didn't know that. So, um, all right, let's wrap up here with a couple more questions. Uh, how do you define success? And it can be in your own personal life. It can be professionally, a mix of everything. How would you define success? So, I think partially we already went on this. I think success is find a balance in your life, okay. a balance that yeah. works, obviously. Uh, with something which is prioritized compared to the others. But everything has to stay and move forward together. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is my success. Okay. Obviously, my priority could be different from time to time. Mm -hmm. And we go back to don't piece it down. Let's always explore something new, uh, learn something new, uh, be interested in something new, and because this will open something in the future that you maybe don't know now, but it's going to be useful like in a year from now or 10 years from now, what you learn now is, can be, is part of your son. Right. And it keeps you all right. Yeah. I think, uh, I think the routine is the opposite of success. Okay. And yeah, I'm trying to, I, I never stick to that actually, but I'm trying to build like, um, a plan for the next three years, four years, try to see where is my goal in three years from now. Okay. Honestly, never happened that I was able to plan something and in three years I was on the same path. Yeah. So I think you have you need to have an idea of what you want to do. And try to do the best to follow that idea. But then on your path, you will have a lot of different choices. And maybe are better, because maybe you didn't see that before. Right. Uh, so you have to redo everything again. And we go back to balance. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I see myself really too focused on the business side. And when I understand that, I try to do one step back and rebalance my life. Because I know if I miss one piece of my daily life, it won't last for for won't last long. So it could be like a, a sort of rush. So you can do that for a while, a very small amount of time, but it's not gonna last forever. Right. And at the end, your life is uh, is not a short period; it's yeah. a long period. Right. So you have to look forward and uh, it's like investment. If you invest a lot of money in a, in a short amount of time, you can make a lot of money, but you can also lose a lot of money. If you plan in a safe way, uh, without exposing yourself too much to a big risk, I think this is the way you last, not forever, but for a long time, like one month probably, I don't know. Uh, they they really plan everything. They have idea what the risk on uh, down the street that you are facing, and you always have a plan B. Mm -hmm. And you know that if you fail here, not everything is a stake. Yeah, just a 
you have, you have to know all the scenario around the, yeah. around the situation. So I think success <coughs> is a very broad and broad uh, topic. <laughs> yeah. Before we move on to the next question, I want to go a little bit deeper on, on what you said about Plan B because uh, people, and I know I've heard this, I'm sure others have as well, you hear one or two aspects of that. You either hear you can't have a, a plan B because a plan B is a plan to fail, right? And it's the whole burn the ships mentality. And then you've got what you just said, which is have a plan B because you don't want to expose yourself too much to any downside potential, no matter what that is. So why why do you have the mentality that you have? Let's start there. Uh, I don't know. I think it comes from my financial side. Um, you don't really know what's the future. You can be confident as much as you want on yourself, rely on somebody else, rely on market, but you don't really know all the aspects of your life. It can be everything that happened, everything. I mean, not just business, even personal. But you need to have a plan B if you invest in, like, in a business, if you are trying to achieve a specific goal, because on the path from A to B, everything can happen. And if you don't have a plan B, or you didn't think about uh, what I'm going to do if uh, this goes wrong, you, the, the only option you have is like panic or find a solution in a short amount of time uh, without, let's say, evaluating all the aspects. It always be something like that because you cannot, let's say, understand in advance all the possibilities you have in front of you. But at least you are prepared on, a, let's say, on a portion of that. So you already know what to do. You already know um, what's going to be the next step or what you are prepared to that. In a subtle way, you are prepared to that. It doesn't mean that you are prepared to fail. I don't want to fail. Obviously, nobody wants. But if I fail, I don't want to go bankrupt. I don't want to ruin, say, all my life. I don't want to put aside everything that I've been so far. So it's something that helps you to survive in this world. Because as I was saying, you can gain a lot in a short amount of time, but if you keep going this way, maybe you're right one, two, three times, but then it's going to be one that could take everything you built in, uh, in the past. And I think it's the same thing here with uh, finance. If you invest in something, you can put everything, you can put all the eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. It can be good. It can be good for you, but it can be also risky. So maybe right. for, it's like, I don't know, for uh, one single investment, you, you waste what you did so far. So 30 years or 40 years of yep. investment for, which I mean, I don't think is the good way. Uh, but obviously I think put aside something, uh, if, uh, if something goes wrong, it, it's important, yeah. it's, it's important. Be ready for something is important. I think, I mean, all the companies, they, they, they run plan B, if something goes wrong, an investment, a product, or whatever it is, it's not as they forecasted, they have to, to know what to do without, let's say, rushing yeah. and taking like wrong solution just because of the emotion of uh, specific moments. Yeah. yeah, and if you don't have that plan B in place, then that's what you're forced to do if something comes up. You yeah. have to just rush to something. Yeah. So, yeah, really interesting. Um, 
Okay, so you would, we'll finish on this one. You had talked about trying to build a, a plan or at least an idea for three years, four years, five years down the road. Um, you and I are having a conversation three years from now, four or five, whatever that number is, three is arbitrary. Um, what happened in that period of your life where you can look back and say that was a successful point in your life? I, I mean, right now, my probably three years plan, I would say, um, is uh, a certain amount of things. So one would be my personal life, as I was telling you. So build a family, mm -hmm. which uh, doesn't matter what, uh, <laughs> two people, but probably one or, or two <laughs> more, and would be um, right now. I would say stay in the United States, which I don't know. I have a plan B, but uh, you know, here I'm. Uh, I, I like the country. Just move here. Uh, I don't know how it's going to be in three years from now, but my plan is to stay here. Um, from the professional point of view, I would like to um, be more, let's say, important for the company, meaning that what I did in three years from now is something solid, useful, and something that the company can build on top of it in order to grow the business and be a more solid company, uh, a more efficient company, which is a very important point. And what else? Uh, there are some other aspects, but they are okay. really personal. So we we'll, uh, we'll stop at those two goals, right. which are, uh, <laughs> I think, enough for, for, <laughs> for the discussion. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. Thank you so much for taking the Thank time. You. It was Thank great you. talking to you.